And this is La La Madness. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Fierce Review. And um, you know where to reach me at all social media platforms. Also, check out the rest of my videos on YouTube at La La Madness. And follow me on Instagram at La La Madness underscore official. Therefore, we're going to get right into this one. I usually like to talk about, I do a little bit of everything. So sometimes I'll do entertainment news. Some stuff will be business news. Some stuff will actually be health. It just depends on how I'm feeling for the day and what I feel like projecting to you all. So in this case, we're going to be talking about a little business. Retail store hell is what I am titling this one. And that is because a lot of retail stores, as we know, have been going downhill. You know, your actual brick and mortar stores where you go in, do your shopping, walk out by out, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, do your shopping for the experience, I guess. And not all places have caught up with online shopping or trying to master that area or kind of being innovative. So it's a little struggle for some. And some of them are businesses that have been around a very long time. So I'm going to get into the details of a couple stores that are struggling and what's really going on with them and why the fuck they're struggling that you probably wouldn't know about because some of you probably still shop at these stores or frequent them quite often. So you're not understanding or, or, or excuse me, or are unaware of their struggle. So let's talk about it. Now, I'll start off with the infamous Sears and Kmart. So Sears and Kmart, we know they've been going through bankruptcy for like the last five, 10 years or some shit. Like it's been a minute. Like they've been going bankrupt since the beginning of the time. Then they closed, I don't know how many stores that they've closed over the years, but it's been quite a few. Okay. So Sears and Kmart are actually closing 26 more stores by October of this year, 2019. So 21 um, of the stores will be Sears and five of the stores will be Kmart's to equal your 26. Now liquidation of the stores will begin actually in mid-August, which is about now. And so those of you that like Sears and Kmart, I suggest you find the ones that's closing and head on down there to get all that shit that's going to be on liquidation. You know how it goes. Wait for their ass to close, get you a bunch of shit and little to nothing. That part. Now, their new parent company is actually Transform Inc. And they actually blame some of it on their bankrupt um, Sears Holding Company, who actually used to own them. And that's who was going through the bankruptcy the whole time. And then they actually moved to a new parent company, which is the Transform Inc. people, in order to try to save them. Okay. So now, part of their revitalization plan is changing from 160,000 square foot stores to 10,000 to 15,000 square foot stores, which is a big fucking difference that's like 10 to 16 times more footage that they actually were currently working with as opposed to where they're trying to go i mean 10 to 15,000 square feet from 160,000 is a big big jump well i wouldn't be saying jump because they a big big down like they going down there a big fall they ain't climbing nowhere they going down okay now um, and these smaller stores are actually going to be selling mostly appliances, mattresses, and home goods instead of clothing and apparel. So I guess apparel is probably not where they were making their money. But I do know when I was a child, my grandparents did shop for me at Sears, JCPenney's, you know, Macy's. All of that was popping and thriving back in the 80s. Not so much as now. 
clearly. That's not what's happened. Okay. This is before the technology boom. And apparently things are booming for everybody else. Okay. Now, they plan on actually acquiring um, the 650 Sears hometown and outlet stores um, once the purchase is complete as far as the bankruptcy purchase. Um, these stores basically sell mostly tools, appliances, and outdoor goods, not so much as apparel like I mentioned. Okay. So, there's that with Sears. Now, let's talk about Barney's. So Barney's is actually a high-end retailer, and they are filing for bankruptcy as well. Okay, they've been in business for about 96 years with stores around the U.S., and the main store is actually located in New York. Okay, they have 2,300 employees, and 1,900 are actually full-time and also represented by the union, which that is some hard shit. It's good for the employees, but it can sometimes be hard on the company because that means they can't drop their wages below a certain thing. They have to offer offer certain benefits. And a lot of their employees, like I mentioned, are full-time and they're not part-time, which means they get everything. You know, your money is protected, your part, your hourly, your salary, whatever you're going for, and also um, your benefits. So good luck with trying to get rid of their ass. You're going to have to give them a severage severance package, which is just like having them in the fucking store. I never understood that in the first place. If you're going to fire everybody and give them a severance, why the fuck you ain't got them in there clicking and typing? Ringing up some folks, sweeping them up. Something need to keep happening, but I'm going to still be paying your ass. Okay. Now, they actually blame it on the high rent, which they currently owe $10 million in unpaid rent and lower foot traffic due to online shopping. They're blaming online shopping, just like a lot of other retailers are, and not as many people are coming into the stores. Maybe it's your fucking advertisement. You need to advertise a little bit more. You need to throw some shit on sale. You need to maybe open up an online store because why the fuck have this big ass store when it's only, if you're only depending on people to come in by foot, maybe you need to expand in the online market as well and have let some niggas get some shit shipped to the house. I'm just saying. I mean, just like when they have Black Friday, I don't give a fuck. I don't go to that. I'm not about to fight everybody over no damn PlayStations and Xboxes. I'm going to wait till Cyber Monday. Save my change. Wait till Cyber Monday. Get it shipped. And it'll arrive when they fucking get there. I'm not even about to pay for no damn express shipping because they trick you into doing that old express shipping shit for $28 and it should arrive the day before it was going to get there anyway. I've tested it out. Trust me. I did express shipping. Then I've done it where I just ordered some shit and it arrived like the same time frame. What? No. So expand your market and you probably won't be having this Barney's. You depended on. Okay. Excuse me. Excuse me. My little puppy is doing this little thing. Um, sorry. Hush him up. Excuse me. Anyway. Now. You've depended on pretty much waiting on everyone to come into the store to basically um, purchase by foot. And you've noticed that your traffic has declined, which if you've been open for 90 some years, you know over a period of time that shit started declining. It didn't just decline and you're like, boom, last year. It's been declining. So expand your horizons. Reach into other things like online stores, um, pop-up stores, things of that nature that are happening now. Check them out. Now, many retailers have filed for bankruptcy. Um, in recent years after private equity firms and hedge funds actually bought them out. So among some of those were Toys R Us, Radio Shack, Sports Authority, and as well as some clothing chains, um, Jimboree, Charlotte Roos, and The Limited. All filed for bankruptcy 
which you probably didn't even know, they filed for bankruptcy very recently. And that's generally, like I mentioned, after big firms come take them over or hedge funds um, buy them out just to acquire something that's going under to think that they can recover from it. And then they actually don't because their objective is to just buy it and let it sit there and let the same stuff keep happening instead of reinventing what's going on. Apparently, if they go into bankruptcy, why the fuck would you let the same shit keep happening? Change it. Anywho, Bed Bath & Beyond. Everybody knows Bed Bath & Beyond. Their sales, and this is shocking. This one threw me off a little bit. Now, sales from their last quarter is declining, and sales from last year actually declined by 6.6%. Now, that may not seem like a lot to us. Around the world, 6.6%. Out of 100% is like, eh. but no, in the business world, that is a lot because 6.6%, they be speaking in millions and billions. So 6.6% of, you know, a million dollars, that shit can be a whole lot. You get to talking in billions, it could be more than that. So don't let it fool you that the little small 6.6% is nothing. It's something. Now, they have also lost 90% of the stock value in the last five years. 90% of your stock value or the value of your stock in five years basically went all the way down and is sitting at just above $10 a share now. Now, is this the time that you would actually go out and buy up a bunch of shares thinking, hey, the stock is low. Everything that's low doesn't mean it's Low. If that shit got low, then that means it's not doing well. Hint, hint. Don't go buy up a bunch of it assuming that they're going to come back up because they always, that's not how that goes all the time.